بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد Respected listeners of مركز صحابة تويس of أهل السنة والجماعة السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Indeed it's a great Ni'mad, bounty and blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has granted us iman In fact The biggest bounty that a person He can achieve in this world Is the ni'mad of iman A person He will realize The real value of iman Once a person He passes on, he passes away And when he goes to the qabr And when the angels they come and they start questioning. Then a person, he will realize the value of the Iman. Like it comes in the Quran, in Surah Al-Hijr, that and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will take out each and every single person from the fire of Jahannam, that there will be certain people whom the people took them to be disbelievers. The people took them to be kuffar. But there are some people whom in their chest, in their bosom, they hid Iman in such a way that it was not apparent for a layman. But because of his sincerity, because of his ikhlas and his istiqamat on Iman, he dies as a mu'min and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that this person is a mu'min. So after the intercession, of the Anbiya and like it comes in narration the intercession of the Ulama the Huffad and after all sorts of intercession will be finished then there will be certain people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will free them from the fire of Jahannam by himself so they will be called as Utaqa Ar-Rahman Utaqa the ones who are freed by Ar-Rahman by the most merciful himself so when these people they will now now these people they are such people whom in their entire life in their entire life they never even performed a single virtuous deed so these people they died only with iman only with iman and when these people they will be saved from the fire of jahannam just because that they are the reciters of the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah when these people they will be saved from the fire of jahannam seeing this condition seeing this condition the kuffar the disbelievers they will have that regret and remorse and these words will come out from their mouth naturally which the quran speaks out in Surah Al-Hijr, رُبَمَا يَوَدُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لَوْ كَانُوا مُسْلِمِينَ That on that day, يَوَدُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا That most certainly, يَوَدُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا That the people who have disbelieved, they are going to wish, they are going to like, like they will have this desire, لَوْ كَانُوا مُسْلِمِينَ That if only, if only I would have been from amongst the Muslims. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us this great bounty, ni'mat of iman 
For that, we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, on a daily basis, like how our elders say, that we need to take out time and we need to read Salatul Shukr for all the bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. And when we lose a bounty, that's when we realize its value. That's when we realize its value. There are so many bounties which we enjoy on a daily basis, but we do not realize it as a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught the sahaba that when you wake up in the morning, then you recite this dua that Alhamdulillahilladhi radda alayya ruhi that all praises is due to only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has given my ruh back to me. So there are many people who slept last night, but this morning their eyes never opened. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has given me and you a chance, an opportunity to gain that proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to gain the nearness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we need to value this bounty, we need to value this ni'mat that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has granted us an opportunity. That these opportunities don't come all the time. Like how they say, when there is a mega sale, when there is a special offer in any of the marketplaces, in any of the shops, then how people swarm towards it so that they can take the maximum benefit. Like that a person, every single opportunity he gets, he needs to maximize. He needs to maximize it. He needs to capitalize it. He needs to earn his akhirah. The life that we have, that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, there is no such a thing that, okay, so maybe say for example, like for 10 years, 20 years, let me earn my dunya, and then after that, I'm going to free myself, and I'm going to earn my akhirah. There's nothing like that. It's only one life. It's only this life that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, and we need to strike a balance so that our worldly needs are also fulfilled and at the same time we need to an akhirah also. And for that, our Ustad, Mawlana Suleiman Choksi Sab, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase him in afiyat and all goodness. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep his shadow over us so that we may take benefit from him again and again. He, he used to say that we need to value our time. We need to value our time. And the easiest thing to make our time valuable is to capitalize and utilize our time before or to utilize our time between two actions. To utilize the time between two actions. Then our Ustad he used to mention as an example, say for example a person, he is going for Salah. So he comes out of his house and he has to go to the masjid, right? Now, till reaching the masjid, that person apparently he does not have any amal that he has to do. So what can a person do to, to utilize this time? Now a person, while taking the steps to the masjid, he can recite, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. So that on the scales, on the scales, the reward will be written that so and so person, he has utilized 
his time in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, what a simple prescription that if we think about it little but then, you know, like we can earn our akhirah at every moment, at every second. So that's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-kayyisu man dana nafsahu wa amila lima ba'd al-mawt. That an intelligent person is that person, Mandana nafsa, who controls his nafs, who controls his nafs, right? So basically, he do not subjugate and he do not follow his nafs and his fancies. But in fact, he makes his nafs, he makes his nafs tabi'ah to him, right? So al-kayyisu mandana nafsa wa amila lima ba'd al-mawt. And that person who works for the hereafter, right? Who works for the hereafter. Then the other thing which our Ustad said is that and it has been uh, it has been an effort of our pious predecessors as well that before they used to go to sleep they used to make muhasab of their time that how did I spend my time today? How did I spend my time today? They used to make a record of whatever they have said and they used to uh, they used to make a concerted effort to, to rectify their actions. So these small, small things, if we take it into, into consideration, then we can earn our akhirah. Then we can earn our akhirah. So the first thing Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught the Sahaba is, Radda alayya ruhi. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He has granted me my ruh. Wa'afani fi jasadi. And at the same time, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He has given me afiyat. He has given me health. Like Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam advised Ibn Abbas radiallahu that Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for afiyat. And afiyat, if a person has afiyat, then he can do so many things. Uh, compared to that person who is sickly and who is admitted into a hospital, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us good health. So this health that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has granted us is a very great bounty. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith, Ni'matan maghbunun fihima kathirun min nas That there are two great bounties in which many people are in deception. Many people are in deception. The first thing is a siha that good health. Ask that person, ask that person who is spending his hours in a hospital that how valuable is this gift of health. And the second thing Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said al-faraq, that free time. A free time a person, he has to use it in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this hell that Nabi sallallahu alayhi, this hell that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us is a great bounty, great ni'mat. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that اغتنم خمسن قبل خمسن That value five things before five things overpower you. The first thing he mentioned is شبابك قبل هرمك That value your youth. The time when you are strong, the time when you are strong. So utilize this time in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before old age strikes you. When a person becomes old, then he can't move like the way he used to do when he was young. And that person who spends his time in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises that person? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith 
that seven groups of people they will enjoy a special shade of the arsh the throne of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of qiyamah when there will be no shade except his shade except allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's arsh shade and one of the groups which are mentioned among them is washabun nasha'a fi ibadatillahi azza wa jal that youngster that youth who spends his time in the obedience of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's going to question us about these things like it comes in hadith nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that la tazulu qadama ibn adam min 'indi rabbihi hatta yus'ala an khamsin that the son of Adam, Ibn Adam, he can't move his legs until he has given a reasonable answers for the questions that is put before him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? So the first question is عن شباب عن عمره فيما أفناه That how did he spend his age? Did he spend in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or following his nafs. Following his nafs. Ali radiallahu anhu says that the easiest way to enter Jannah, that uh, Ali radiallahu anhu used to say that to enter Jannah is so easy. And what he prescribes, he prescribes that if you put your one leg, if you place your one foot on, the, on your nafs, then the second foot will lead you to Jannah. Then the ayat is recited وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَى That person who fears that he has to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى And he stops his nafs from fulfilling its desires Then فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَى Then definitely with emphasis Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Then for that person Jannat is his abode so Ali radiallahu anhu used to say that to enter Jannah takes only two steps. Right, so an umrihi fi afnah. Then the second question, the second question which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask a person is an shababihi fi ablah. That where did this person spend his youth? How many of our youngsters, how many of our youngsters, hmm, they are following behind dunya, behind so many futile activities. But if they realize that one day I'm going to be questioned about this youth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me, then that won't be that person's pursuits. So very important to use this, to, to utilize this time, this time of strength that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Shababihi, that uh, shababaka qabla haramik, that value, your youth before old age strikes you. Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَصِحَّتَكَ قَبْلَ سَقَمِكَ That value your health before sickness overpowers you. صِحَّتَكَ قَبْلَ سَقَمِكَ Then غِنَاكَ قَبْلَ فَقْرِكَ That value this wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, utilize it, spend it in those avenues which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before Poverty comes to you. Like they say, Al-Malu Ghadin Waraih. That wealth is something which goes and comes. You know, today, this morning, it's with me, but I'm not sure whether it's gonna last with me or not. 
So when we have possession of this wealth, I need to spend it in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when this wealth, it brings in us pride, haughtiness, then it is then it is a sign of danger. It is a sign of danger. That's exactly how Qarun said when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed him wealth. That what did he say? That I have been given this wealth because of my intelligence. Because I did it. Innama utituhu ala ilmin indi. I did it. That's why I got this wealth. But that person, that Qarun, he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He forgot that portion that he has to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he has to earn his akhirah. So what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did, despite his wealth, despite his riches, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed him. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plunged him down into the earth, himself and his wealth, everything. So this wealth is of no use, unless it is used in those avenues which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like, it comes in hadith that Ibn Adam says, my wealth, my wealth. But Nabi sallallahu said that only that portion belongs to Ibn Adam, which he has worn, which, which, which he wore, which he wore, and that which he ate, and which he has spent in sadaqah, and he has sent that thing forward. So this wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us, it's a great bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to spend it, spend it in those avenues which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then by and thereby earn our akhirah. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the virtues of spending the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That the parable, the example of a person who spends his wealth in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like one, one shoot or one grain that comes out. Now, this one grain, it produces seven more shoots. And في كل سنبلة مئة حبة. And in every shoot, or in, in every shoot, there is مئة حبة. There are hundred grains. So altogether, putting that one grain into the earth, it has produced 700 grains. So like that when a person he spends in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the minimum that a person he attains is 700 times. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Wallahu yudha'ifu liman yasha. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's going to multiply. He's going to multiply it depending on the person's sincerity. Depending on the person's sincerity. Like it comes in hadith, that sadaqatu sir that when a person he gives sadaqah secretly, privately, that it cools the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and وَتَدْفَعُ مِيْتَةَ And that person, he is saved from evil deaths. So, the money that I have, I need to spend in those avenues which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, غِنَاكَ قَبْلَ فَقْرِكَ That value this wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted you, it mustn't bring pride, it mustn't bring haughtiness, uh, it, it mustn't bring takabbur in us. But we need to realize that it's a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we need to spend it in those avenues which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about those people who are deprived of this bounty. The people in 
Palestine, Syria, all the refugees, they are not so fortunate like us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us wealth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us power. Huh? But if we show na shukri, if we, if we show ingratitude to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then all these bounties, it will cease to, it will cease to exist. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that ضَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا قَرْيَةً كَانَتْ آمِنَةً مُطْمَئِنَّةً يَأْتِيهَا رِزْقُهَا رَغَدًا مِنْ كُلِّ مَكَانٍ But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gives an example of a town that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted them security, aman, peace, tranquility. يَأْتِيهَا رِزْقُهَا رَغَدًا مِنْ كُلِّ مَكَانٍ That their sustenance used to come in abundance from all places, min kulli makan. But then what they did, فَكَفَرَتْ بِأَنْعُمِ اللَّهِ Then they showed ingratitude to the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then in return, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them, فَأَذَاقَهَ اللَّهُ لِبَاسَ الْجُوعِ وَالْخَوْفِ بِمَا كَانُوا يَصْنَعُونَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them taste لِبَاسَ الْجُوعِ لِبَاسَ الْجُوعِ means hunger. That a condition came upon them where they went through hunger, they, they never had provisions, they never had staple diet to keep themselves, to keep, to keep their back straight. Wal-khawf, and at the same time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instilled in their hearts the fear. Bima kanu yasna'oon, because of what they have been doing. So all these bounties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, we need to value these bounties, and at the same time, we need to show gratitude also and we need to spend it in those avenues so that we can we can reap the most benefits in the akhirah. So that's so that's a point which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَغِنَاكَ قَبْلَ فَقْرِكَ Then Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَرَاغَكَ قَبْلَ شُغْلِكَ That value your free time before you get engrossed in so many other activities. When a person is free, like we mentioned before also, that he needs to utilize that time to gain his akhirah, to earn his akhirah, to, to earn his akhirah. Then the last thing which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said is hayataka qabla mawtik. That value your life before death overpowers you. Before death overpowers you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has granted us afiyat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has given us, he has given us an opportunity so that we can repent and we can turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, وَعَافَانِي فِي جَسَدِي Then, وَأَذِنَ لِي بِذِكْرِهِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has granted us an opportunity so that we can take His name. We can remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That this tongue, it has to be used only to take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But today, what do we use this tongue for? Huh? We do not even check that what we are speaking, what they say, that جِرَاحَاتُ السِّهَامِ لَهَا الْتِئَامِ وَلَا يَلْتَامِ مَا جَرَحَ الْلِسَانِ That the wounds, the wounds caused by arrows, they tend to heal. They tend to heal. But the wounds caused by your, caused by your tongue, sometimes it may never heal. So, the small tongue that we got, what they say? جِرْمُهُ صَغِيرٌ وَجِرْمُهُ كَبِيرٌ That the size of this tongue is so small. But the destruction, the harms it can cause, huh, is so huge that it can even split 
to families, to nations also. That's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ يَضْمَنْ لِي مَا بَيْنَ رِجْلَيْهِ وَمَا بَيْنَ لِحِيَيْهِ أَضْمَنْ لَهُ الْجَنَّةِ That person who gives me guarantee of two things, of two things, the first thing is مَا بَيْنَ لِحِيَيْهِ That is, which is between his two jaws, referring to the tongue. And the second thing, his private parts, then أَضْمَنْ لَهُ الْجَنَّةِ Then I guarantee that person Jannah. So this tongue, we have to use it very carefully. We have to stay away from all sorts of gossiping, backbiting, carrying tales. All these things, all these things, it will destroy the a'mal, the good actions that we have done during the day. And we're going to suffer a heavy loss in the hereafter because of our tongue. That's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the sahaba that do you know who is a muflis person, who is a pauper? So the sahaba radiallahu anhum replied that malla mata'alahu wa la dinar that a pauper is such a person who does not have any gold coins or, he, or who does not have any, any material things, any material things. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said no, a pauper is not that person but a real pauper is that person who on the day of Qiyamah is going to come with so many actions, so many actions that he got tahajjud in his account, he got, uh, he got, he got charities to his name, huh? he, he got so many, so many bounties. But then that person will come in such a way, that this person will come in such a state that he has misused his tongue. He has usurped someone's wealth. He has he has beaten someone, and he has spoken bad about someone. So then, what happens to this person? So all his good deeds will be taken from his account, and it will be put to that person, and it will be put into that person's account, whom whom he have ill-treated. Now, what happens after that? in if this person's good deeds, if this person's good deeds, it's finished, that this person got no more good deeds in his account, so then what happens? Then that person's bad deeds, it will be put into his account, and subsequently, he will be flung into Jahannam. So what a great loss. So Nabi wasallam said that this person is a muflis, this person is a pauper. So we need to be very careful on how we use our tongues. On, on, on how we use our tongues. And the easiest way, the easiest way is to keep quiet. To keep quiet. Huh? That uh, when a person he keeps quiet, then he'll be saved from many of these calamities. From, from many of these calamities and many of these distractions. Very important that a person he has to control his tongue. So, this tongue, it has to be used for pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To make the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the last thing which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told the sahaba to recite is, وَفَضَّلَنِي عَلَى كَثِيرٍ مِّمَّنْ خَلَقَ تَفْضِيلًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has given us a special status from all the creation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. So, this 
day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, we need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us this opportunity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us this opportunity. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me a chance to turn towards Him. And I need to utilize the time. The time that I got, I need to utilize it. Whether I'm going to my workplace, but what can I do is I can recite the third kalima, istighfar, salawat upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In that way, I need to utilize my time. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give first of all the speaker, the tawfiq, to practice upon what has been said. And also, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give one and all the tawfiq to utilize our time and to prepare ourselves for the and, and, and to prepare ourselves for that day when nothing but besides our iman and a'mal is going to save us. Jazakumullahu khayran to the listeners of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve all those people who work hard in reviving the Islamic spirit in the Ummah. Amin ya Rabbal Alameen. هذا والله تعالى أعلم وأحكم وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته